Hey queen, I'm Vieira Miles and this is the Holistic Sister Circle podcast, a show where we hear the stories of soulful women all over the world dedicated to sharing insight into why holistic health is the future and what women should do today to ensure they have the necessary tools and resources to bring out their inner royal roots, assess their body and remedy any illness from the comfort of their home. Y'all, we are setting the royal record straight, okay? If you'd like to connect with us further, you can follow us at The Holistic Sister Circle on Instagram and join the Holistic Sister Circle Facebook group for live interviews, collaborative Q&A, and exclusive training on how to build your wellness dream team. Now, let's dive in to this week's episode. See you on the other side. Okay. All right, so welcome to another episode of the Holistic Sister Circle. I am so excited to have Claire with us today. If you guys do not know, Claire has been so supportive over these last few months of just the podcast just being born, Um, you know, when it comes to social media, when it comes to just connecting in the DMs, we've established such a really great just relationship. And I'm just so excited to share you all with her. Um, you know, one of the things that she is really big on is just one energy, but also she's a psychotherapist. So it's going to be really interesting to hear her perspective, um, within this season. So if any of you all have worked with, um, a therapist, sometimes it can be very challenging, especially when you don't know exactly who to connect with, who to choose. Maybe you don't have a good relationship with them or you're not really sure if you should, um, you know, really tell them your darkest moments and, and circumstances. So I'm just very delighted to have her here on the show and share you all with her. So Claire, yeah. before we get into the the juice, can you tell us a little bit about just yourself and how you got involved in psychotherapy? Yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so I um, so when when I was young, when I was really young, I want I've always wanted to, um, be the person for everybody. If you know what I mean, you know, have everybody's back, and I was always that person. But then I also, you know, watched my other relatives, like you know who I looked up to, which is my nanny mainly, and seeing her how she could like, you know enter a room and people would just express themselves and be able to be comfortable around around her so at ease and to be able to just automatically tell her her their deepest darkest secrets and I thought well that's that's a skill that I want to learn you know so then as I grew into it you know as a therapist then I realized how you know it's not just about that it's it's also about reaching your full potential and so many other things and as a therapist yourself as well as a therapist myself I suppose um not just only being there for somebody but being there for myself and for to be you know um expanding my awareness all the time and always growing um is always something that I always strive for you know so yeah so that's why I've always wanted to do it you know no I love that and I love that you decided to go in this route because of someone that was close to you. And Mm. I think that's so, it's so interesting to pick apart. And I only mention that because it's normally we go in a direction with 
two ways, right? Either something traumatic has happened to us and because we are essentially the hero in our journey and we're trying to figure things out, um, you know, we get to the end of the tunnel and we're like, oh my gosh, like we figured it out. And then the other group of people, it's like, you see someone that is doing some incredible work and like, because of their light, it literally shines upon you to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, tell me more. I love your energy. I love your vibe. I want, I want to know more about how I can get that for me. So um, it's just so interesting how you can kind of fall into those two buckets. Now, have you yeah, because to- I mean, I have a big family, so it's like, how can you rear all those kids and have to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> still be around all of them, you know, by the time they're in their 50s, 70s, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, do you still talk to your nanny to this day? Well, yeah, but she's dead. <laughs> so I suppose, yes, but not, not, um, I mean, like that, not I mean, in life form. Not in the way that you would like to. How how old was she when she passed? Um, She was 83. So wow. well, she, she would have been very pretty long. old. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she, um, yeah, she had, I mean, she had a great life. I mean, she had uh, lots of grandchildren and she had children's children, you know, like, and um, I think the eldest would have been in his 70s, in the 70s now. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I always kind of looked up to her because of the amount of experience that she had and how, um, how great she was with people of all ages and that's what I wanted to do so you know I started off with childcare, and then I ended up doing psychotherapy in the end because I wanted to do pretty much a similar thing you know help people not only just discover um through the transitions of life but also you know to do with the deeper stuff like addictions and um so yeah so I've helped people in the past do that even before I started psychotherapy so Hmm. before I did my degree you know okay I love that so for people who maybe they don't know if they even need I mean there's so many different types of therapists um yeah don't necessarily know if they need a psychotherapist maybe they've gone to different types of therapy in the past and they've never come across a psychotherapist how would you know when and if you need psychotherapy so I would say when you feel like you have no one to turn to that could be a really a really good time to go because when you're at that all-time low you you do need somebody's light to pick you up you know um when you're at that stage before it gets to a darker stage I think that's probably the best time because that's the best time to grow you know when you get to the darker stage and it's kind of you're too it's too much chaos but when you get to a stage of you're feeling low you know that you don't have any sort of balance in your life and you're not um you're in a, a bit of chaos but not too much so that you're you know that you're struggling to sort of tread water if you know what I mean so you'd want to go before you tread tread the water and just because that's the time for when you're feeling that that's a a transition time 
you know, when you're in that type of chaos. Right. That makes sense. Okay. No, that's you know what super, I mean? yeah, that's super helpful. Now, what is the difference between psychotherapy and trauma therapy? I suppose it wouldn't really. So psychotherapy is like a long term so you'd have like short term counseling for like six sessions that people, you know, if you're in work, you might have an EAP service. So you can ring up the EAP service. I don't know Well, we have that in Ireland where okay. in the, the insurance company provides, you know, I would work for an insurance company and then the insurance company provides um, the staff, say like nursing staff or like, you know, big companies and. Um, so you get the six free sessions and then after that then you know you go regularly so that that would be like counseling and then you would have psychotherapy so psychotherapy would be like long term where you'd start off you know and we would work on issues but really the way that I would normally work is is an integrative approach because like I wouldn't really be focused totally on trauma purely Mm. because you know, there's it's not just trauma that you want to be looking at. You want to be looking at the here and now. You want to be looking at sometimes people need to look at the past. Sometimes they don't. But we want to be looking at the here and now and how the trauma maybe is affecting you. But really, we want to we want to be integrating it all together. I see. Do you know what I mean? So I suppose people just put those labels on it, but. I do holistic psychotherapy, so I don't really focus just on trauma. It's really everything, you know, like if somebody comes in, they might just come in for personal development and realize that it's actually trauma that they need to work on. So we'd work on that, you know, so I wouldn't really be just look looking for somebody, you know, trauma focused. But you can you can you can do it. And actually Reiki, what I do as well, which is the energy healing, the energy healing actually is good for trauma because um you know, it's a it's an integrative approach because it's we're just not linear beings. So we want to be looking at, you know, the physical, emotional and spiritual aspects of self right. when we're looking at the right. baby. Do you know what I mean? And when we're working with the body, that's what trauma is. So you want to be working with the body, really, because that's where the trauma is stored. Right. Now, that actually makes a lot of sense now. And I one of the things that I appreciate is that you do, you know, focus on the holistic approach. And I wonder, and it's okay if you don't want to share this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Yeah, go for it. When it comes to your clients and these, and them having these types of emotions and things that they need to overcome or heal from, how does that affect you? And the reason I'm asking this question is because even, okay, I'm not a therapist, but yeah, some of the podcast episodes that I have, if I have, you know, anywhere between, anywhere between three to five in a day, emotionally, yeah. it, it drains me because it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of emo. It's my emotions. It's your emotions. It's all the people that I talked to that day. So emotionally, like I'm just drained. I'm exhausted by the end of mm-hmm. the day. So I've learned to only work with a certain amount of people throughout the week. 
And I typically don't do more than two episodes a day because I know that I want to make sure that I can actually show up as my best self for this person on the call that I'm talking to. And I know that if I work with more than two people, you may get a different side of me. You may get an exhausted me. You may get an annoyed me. I don't know what you'll get. But I know if I only talk to two people a day, you'll get the best parts of me. So I, and I'm not obviously relating you to me, but I'm just curious. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Doing this type of work, how does this affect you? Well, for me, I suppose, um, in the beginning, when we do, when we do our training, it is for four hours a week, you're, you know, in the initial stages of training, because obviously, that does affect people, you know, so, but obviously, um, when you, when I did start in my actual psychotherapy, because we have to, in, in Ireland, we all have to go for psychotherapy to be able to actually give psychotherapy. So, um, that was really the first exercise that you did is about boundaries and how you you're processing in the body and is this you is this somebody else what are you feeling how's your mood shifting so after every session you take you know 10 minutes you get your 10 minutes after each session to write down your notes and release you know what's going on for you and then sometimes it might take a day or two so sometimes it it depends on the person and how how much they're holding and how much you feel like you need to hold for them and so sometimes it might take a day sometimes it might take me a week to release it and you don't you you know sometimes I don't know it's mine sometimes sometimes I can take it on without knowing it's theirs as well so um so it yeah, it does depend on what the situation is and and how the, what they're going through. But I think for the most part, as long as you are looking after yourself in terms of physical and, um, you know, making sure that you're in your body and feeling into your body, you're, you know, I'm, I try to keep myself in balance and um, knowing where everything is coming from, you know what I mean? Right. And, you know, I think this is super helpful. And the reason I brought it up is because a lot of the women that I've had on the show, um, obviously they're experts in what they do, like they're great in their fields, but I do notice and with myself included, there are times where we neglect self because of the people, the places and the things that are surrounding us. And when we do that, you know, we don't, I mean, yes, we may tell our clients like, you know, set boundaries. And then it's like, okay, are we actually in our quality world, are we setting these boundaries too? So mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful that you mentioned that. So people who are even listening, who uh, maybe they are just really great at what it is that they do within the space. Um, it's just a reminder for them to continue to make sure that they're setting those boundaries and they're taking those moments for themselves to release or do whatever they need to do after each session with their clients so that was helpful and obviously obviously you know in psychotherapy we would have we would have supervision as well so we'd have a senior member you know that you would go to and you would say you know I have this problem I've had this problem with this client what do you think you know and then they would help you process it as well so sometimes even if you know, you are still processing it in two weeks time, you could say to the supervisor and the supervisor is able to help you process it as well. So yes, I love that. 
I really, mm. do. I really love that. So just having that support of yeah that community of people that you can connect with. Now, well, because it's um because it's a confidential because it's confidential, you kind of can only really go to one person really to be able to yeah. And then we do have group group therapy sessions with therapists and a lead therapist as well that you can go to so that you 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 develop yourself and then you're you're ever forever growing and then the clients you can move through the sessions with clients as well I see okay can you talk a little bit about just your workflow with your clients and what they can really expect working with you Yes. Yeah, so I suppose I usually do the integrative approach and um, for the most part, people would come in with boundaries issues, actually, mm-hmm. um, issues in relationships, issues with um, not having enough energy, stress, you know, um, maybe, you know, breakdowns in relationships. And um, so that's that's most of the time. Um, but then we would also I would work, you know, um, I do massage. I do massage for couples online for to help you connect with your body as well as as your partner. And I do psychotherapy as well. And then the Reiki. But the Reiki is probably different in terms of you would be lying on the plinth. You won't be saying much. And then we'd be we'd be working through the energy um, from the from the bottom up, if you know what I mean. So they're the kind of things that that would be in person and you can do it online as well because we can we can transfer energy through online as well so lots of people do be really surprised about oh you can do that online you know like yeah everybody can but you know when you're on your phone all day and you've been you've been texting someone and you feel really drained all of a sudden that's yeah you know you're transferring energy all the time in that sense so that's true yeah that's really true. And and when you think about it as well, I've noticed this too. When I am around someone a lot, I tend to pick up on certain habits that they have and vice mm. versa. So if for whatever reason, they're not in alignment with something. So for example, yeah. say there's someone who went to the gym all the time. And, you know, it was, it gave us an opportunity to go to the gym together and we have a great time, but then for one week, say they're in a slump and then say after that week, they decide that they're going to the gym less and less. And now the time that we use, used to carve out for the gym, we're now carving out for things that aren't getting us fit. So maybe we decide to have drinks instead. And Mm. now we've moved or shifted from what we've known to really help us get to the next level to now turning that into a sulking party and let's just drink and let's just talk and then you find yourself stuck there because that same person that you were on the high with on the things that were very important to you you both are no longer doing and I know that happens a lot especially in relationships where husband, wife, whatever the case is, domestic partners, um, you start off very strong and then you get comfortable and you make these small compromises over time to the point where you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, you both are fat. 
you're both lazy. You both mm-hmm. like, are you just not who you were when you first met because you stopped doing those things that attracted you to each other. And I love that you mentioned that because we do, we do pick up on each other's energies. We pick up on each other's uh, signals of alignment and we yeah. can literally fall off course because of the people that we're connected to. For sure, for sure. But I, for me, I suppose I don't just feel one person. I feel a lot of people in a group set. <laughs> because you're working with so many people, plus you have your yeah. own family and then you have your own emotions. So. <laughs> no, but I pick up all the family all at the same time. I mean, it's it's great. Mainly when I'm, you know, not feeling um in alignment when I'm not in alignment then it's not only just that I'm not in alignment it it goes out the window you know so yeah you kind of have to take it back a lot who's this in the family who's this in the family (laughs) you know exactly exactly well I am you know I'm just so thankful that we got this time to really connect and just learn a little bit more about just psychotherapy and what's expected um working with a psychotherapist now just to wrap up could you tell us a little bit about how we can work with you so I'm not sure if you can work with clients that are in the U.S. Um, but most of yeah, the I can audience here is in the U.S. so right. um, yeah let, let us know how that works well I am Irish but um, yeah I can work I can work with I'm in Ireland but I can work with everyone um, from Ireland because and um, yeah, so we can do it online and on, on Instagram and I have a link tree in my in my bio so I can send you my Instagram and um, yeah, so on link tree and you can book a session with me there. And um, so I have the online couples for massage, online massage for couples to help you connect with yourself and your partner. And then I have Reiki online and then we have distance healing and then um, psychotherapy as well. So amazing, amazing. And then what I'll do as well is I'll just put all of your links and everything in the description notes. So anyone who's looking to connect with you, they know how to find you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks for being on the show. Part two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'll get it. Queen, thank you so much for tuning in. It truly warms our heart that you're taking the time out of your day to connect with us. If you'd like to connect with our guests further, you can find their information located in the description section of this episode. And if you found this episode helpful, share with another queen and don't forget to connect with the Holistic Sister Circle on Instagram and Facebook. And until next week, stay blessed. Mwah.